Nobody makes it easier to stay on top of all of your health concerns than Meridian Medical Services. Hey, it's JMV. Call them today, 317-925-0811, and schedule your heart screening. I know my situation. You should, too. Make the call. It is affordable. It is easy, and you will know. 317-925-0811. Nobody's more affordable. Nobody's easier than Meridian Medical Services. Call them today, 317-925-0811. Well, the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. He is the new head coach of the Colts. Shane Steichen joins us. Hello, Shane. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Did you almost end up in Terre Haute, Indiana in 2014? Gosh, you know what? I did. I almost did. Well, I'm a Terre Haute guy. I went to Indiana State, and uh, you're going to have to come clean. What the hell happened? Uh, I had an opportunity to continue in the NFL and go to the Cleveland Browns, so I went there. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> enough said right there. But I, I was kind of curious regarding your relationship with Mike Sanford, who once upon a time was the head coach at Indiana State, and I think did he provide you your first opportunity as a coach collegially? He did. He uh, gave me my first GA job when I was done playing uh, for him. I became a student assistant with him in 2017, and then 2000, uh, it's not 2000, 2007, and then 2008 and nine. I continued on as a GA there, and then I ended up going to Louisville with him. Uh, in 2010 with Charlie Strong, you still, and then I went to the Chargers. You still close at all? Uh, just... Yeah, yeah, we still talk and text every once in a while. Yeah, that's cool. All right, Shane Steichen is with us. Moving forward, last 24 hours, how has that been? Have you had anything figured out? Coaching yeah, staff wise, working through a lot of things right now, getting the staff together, uh, hiring some guys, uh, talking some guys, interviewing some guys, going through that right now is the biggest process uh, that I'm working on right now. Yeah, and obviously when when you got this and you went through, I mean, it was one of those long type of deals where there was a lot of conversations going back and forth from you know Chris Ballard, Jim Mersey, and, and company with you. What what sold you on the idea of moving forward as a first time head coach of the NFL with the Colts? Well, you know, I just heard so many great things about this organization and then obviously the rich tradition here, um, you know, obviously dating back to the Peyton Manning area uh, with all the, you know, the guys they had here and all the success they've had and just heard so many great things uh, about this organization and had great conversations with, you know, Chris and uh, Mr. Ursay uh, through the interview process. And I just felt like it was a great fit for uh, myself and my family. Was it one of those things where the, the connection kind of hit early, even though it was a long process did the connection kind of hit early for you and and those with the Colts yeah it did you know obviously I had the zoom interview to start you know that the bye week when we had the bye week going into the playoffs I did you know about a five and a half hour whatever it was zoom interview with them and and myself and Chris and everybody else that was on the call uh, just just felt really comfortable with him and you know saw the games very similar and just you know the core values and the philosophies that we believe in uh, the interview went really smooth and then obviously I had the second one uh, in Philly uh, going into the Super Bowl week. Shane Steichen is the new head coach of the Colts on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. Clearly, they did a great deal of research on you. Um, and you're a guy. You're a guy that's not without that as well. How much did you do on them? This organization and where it is right now. 
Yeah, no, again, just like they did, you know, research on me, I did it on this organization as well. And again, I heard nothing but great things about this organization. The people uh, that are in this building obviously have had connections, relationships with people that have been out of this building, uh, and they had nothing but great things to say. So I thought it was a great fit for me and my family. Obviously, you matched up against them in November with the Mm -hmm. Eagles here in town. What'd you take away from what you saw? And I know that you had no idea where this was going to go, Shane, but what did you take away from that particular matchup? from what you saw, especially on the defensive side of the football for the Colts. Yeah, no, shoot. It was uh, probably our toughest game uh, of the year um, offensively for us. You know, Gus did a heck of a job, you know, with the defense and gave us fits. And uh, I know we found a way to win it there at the end. But uh, just toughness and, and just the grittiness that, you know, those guys played with uh, defensively. Obviously, that's what I looked at, that side of the ball, obviously, you know, being an offensive coach. But you could just see the passion they played with, the heart they played with. Uh, it was a heck of a game. Well, I remember this. Jalen Hurts is like the uh, uh, the uh, the river parted, the seas parted. I think <laughs> for that touchdown that was the game winner right there because they certainly defensively was not ready ready for that, which was the the difference in that November matchup of the Eagles getting the win. Shane Steichen joins us. You mentioned Gus Bradley. He mm-hmm. was at the presser yesterday. Is it? safe to say that that he's involved in this decision process for maintaining the defensive coordination of this Colts team with you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, me and Gus are having those conversations over the next few days, but I got a tremendous deal of respect for Gus. You know, worked with him for four years in L.A., Um, just a tremendous person, tremendous leader, and tremendous coach. You mentioned yesterday, too, Shane, that you're going to – call your place um Nick Sirianni obviously your head coach in Philly started doing that in year one he turned that over to you and then you guys really took off and certainly this season took off with you calling the plays as the offensive coordinator in Philly was there ever ever any thought of you to turn that over to an offensive coordinator and make sure that you're up on everything else or was that always going to be a priority for you calling the plays in year number one yeah, you know, I've, I wanted to call the plays. Um, I've been calling them for a while. Um, and obviously, you know, down the road, could that change possibly down the road? But right now, you know, that's what I'm going to do to start uh, start the year. Uh, I love what you mentioned yesterday, too. You went over all these players, and so many of them are are skill position players at a high level. And one was Phillip Rivers, who had a fantastic season here um, as a quarterback. What what did he tell you about this situation? What did you lean on with him, informationally speaking, about why this was a great spot for you? Kind of what I mentioned earlier, he just said the organization's phenomenal, great people, um, everything about it, first-class operation. I mean, he really enjoyed his year here, uh, and he had nothing but great things to say about the community, the fan base, um, the organization. He said it was top-notch. Yeah. Did you um, you ever think, I know he does it high school-wise, how good of a coach would he be at the NFL level? Oh, he'd be unbelievable. There's no doubt about it. You watched him here, and this is something, such an extension on the field right now as a coach and as we move forward there's no doubt Shane that it, we know that talent is is what you're looking for but that extension to a coach that that is on the field with your quarterback in mind it seems to be as important as ever in this era too yeah there's no question when you got a guy that plays the quarterback's position that sees it like a coach and can process information quickly you know it's a game changer for you as a coach um, and obviously he was a game changer when I was with him um, over the past, you know, whatever it was, six years with them as the quarterback coach and a little bit as the coordinator. Um, just phenomenal, phenomenal football IQ. Uh, like I said, he was probably one of the better coaches uh, that I'd been around too, but also he was our player. Yeah, and uh, were you, yeah, he was older than you and you were coaching him up 
and you, you probably learned, I'm assuming learned when you were with Philip Rivers, uh, probably as much from him as he was learning for you during that well, process. There's no, there's no, no, no question about it. The one thing that I really took from him was protections. You know, that was his kind of his baby, you know, getting things picked up from a protection standpoint, the blitz thing. I would always make the, you know, the blitz cut up for him and organize the, the pressures for him from, you know, the four down looks, the double mug looks, the odd looks, the overload looks, all those things. And I'd categorize for him and then he would go through and watch and he's like, boom, here's how we're going to block this up. Boom, boom, boom. And he'd have all the calls in there. I mean, he was he was tremendous with that. He was unbelievable. And obviously it starts with the protection. Uh, you got to have a clean pocket back for the quarterback back there. And he knew how important that was. And so that was very important to him. I, um, I, I thought this with him too. And, and you got to deal with it. He snapping the ball was gone when he was here. And I always thought that that, that gave so much of an advantage to an offensive line then. Now, you have different variations in quarterbacks, but did you ever have anybody get rid of the ball, you know, process, pre-snap process, snap the ball and get rid of it any quicker than what Phillip Rivers did? No, I don't I don't think so. He's probably one of the best to ever do it. I mean, his accelerated vision was top-notch. I mean, he saw the play coming to life right when that ball came from the center to his hands. He knew exactly where he was going with the football, and he was tremendous, tremendous at finding the checkdowns. I mean, he made a living, you know, finding the back out of the backfield and just knew when the defense would sink and get some depth. It was like, here, I'm going to check it down and let the back go get 10 and make another guy miss and maybe get 20. And, you know, sometimes you can create those chunk plays. And obviously, Jonathan Taylor is one of those guys that we have here that, that can do that. Have you met with all the players, some I, of the players? Know, I have not. I have not. There's a few at the press conference. I've reached out to a few of them uh, by phone. Um, and I'm still working on that right now. It's uh, Shane Steichen, the new head coach of the Colts on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. Do you have a vision at all? And you know, Obviously, I'm not asking you where you're going to go at quarterback, who you may draft, who you're going to hard target, whatever, but do you have a vision on what you're looking for as a long-term quarterback with you as head coach here? Well, we just want to, you know, we just want consistency at that position. And myself and Chris and the rest of the personnel department and the coaches, you know, we're going to go through that process here uh, in the next few weeks. That's uh, Shane Steichen is with us. So you're going to the Super Bowl, prepping for that, and this was also going on. Mm-hmm. Was, was there? I mean, I mean, I know you're a dude that you don't get to where you are without being able to process information at a much higher level than everybody else. But was that difficult, or was it just part of? Did it become? I guess part of your routine last week going through this? Uh, it, it just became part of the routine. You know, we had obviously two weeks to prepare for the Super Bowl. So that first week, you know, we game planned it that week. And then, you know, that weekend leading up, you know, we left on Sunday to go to Arizona. And, you know, I interviewed on that Saturday before we left. And Saturday was kind of like, you know, our mock game walkthrough deal. So that Saturday evening, I got together with all those guys. So it was good. So Shane Steichen is with us. I mean, obviously, it didn't come out the way that you wanted. But the whole Super Bowl experience as the offensive coordinator? I mean, did you get a chance to soak any of it up, or was it just completely business from start to finish for you? I mean, a lot of it was business. You know, when you get out there, obviously you got to do all the media stuff the first couple days. And then once you hit Wednesday of the Super Bowl week, you kind of get back into your routine and, you know, have your meetings and your practice and your prep and all those different things. Um, And then obviously the game, you know, the lights are brighter. It was a bigger game. You know, you could feel it there in the locker room uh, leading up to the game and the warm-ups and stuff. But once the game started, you know, guys kind of, you know, settled in and uh, and it became became a game. Obviously not a normal game, but a game. What do you think? There's nobody that that clearly wants to win and loves this team more than this team's owner, Jim Irsay. Yeah. What was your initial impression when you met Jim Irsay? 
just how passionate he is about this place uh, and just how much, you know, he puts into this thing and how much he loves football and, and wants to win. And uh, I think that's awesome for an owner uh, to have that vision for the team to want to win and do whatever it takes to win. And I uh, had a great conversation with him. Uh, just a phenomenal person. El Dorado Hills, California, before I let you go, was where yeah. you played in high school. And you were a high school teammate of Austin Collie, who had some moments around here as yeah. well, no doubt. Did you get any intel from him about what to expect here? Uh, we texted. He just said, uh, you know, I wish you all the best of luck going through the interview process and all that stuff. He actually just texted me a little bit ago. I got to respond to I got about another 250 texts. I got to get back to people. <laughs> I respond to about 100 of them. I got a, another 250 to go. But uh, Austin was a tremendous person in my life growing up. You know, we had a lot of good memories, you know, on the football field and our friendship uh, still goes strong. And when obviously when I was at Louisville, he was here with the Colts. So I got to drive up a few times and hang out with them. So that was cool. I actually went to the I went to the Super Bowl, the Saint Super Bowl when he played and he got me a ticket out there. So that was the first Super Bowl I ever went to. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, it uh, it could have ended better. There's no doubt about that for yeah. here. But uh, wow, the Saints, the Saints Super Bowl you went yeah. to. At, how good was your high school team with you and Austin Collie part of? We're, it? we're we're pretty good. That uh, that organization, that program they got there. Uh, it's been it's been rolling pretty good. They still got a good squad going. Uh, so it's a good it's a good place. In closing, too, you mentioned in all the thank yous your high school coach. How, how much do you take with you from that time in your life as a player? and now as a first-time head coach of the Colts? I mean, I think a lot of that. I think, uh, you know, when you're young, you know, when you're young growing up, you know, you have dreams and visions of certain things, but, you know, there's certain people around you that help you get there. And uh, my high school coach was one of them, and uh, he was always there for me. You know, he taught me the game, and he brought me, you know, to clinics when I was playing quarterback for him, and I was his demonstrator, you know, on stages in front of people about how you take a drop and all those different things. And uh, he was just a tremendous person in my life, and I still talk to him uh, quite often. That moment in your life, did you think you were going to be a coach? Was that what you wanted to be, or was it that moment that kind of discovered it? probably my freshman year in college um, when I went to UNLV. You know, I I just – I really enjoyed – I enjoyed playing the game. I love playing the game, but I probably enjoyed the X's and O's part of it more – um, just being around the coaches and up in the meeting rooms and talking through things and and I was you know I, I was around a lot of good coaches in college too and uh, that kind of shaped me a little bit and I said shoot this could be a pretty good deal and uh, that's that's the route I went. Well, I, I tell you, just and this is the first time we've ever had a conversation. It, it seems like you're about as laser focused on the task at hand as anybody can be. I'm assuming nobody's really going to outwork you in terms of preparation for anything here. Well, I think that's, you know, that's one of the four pillars that I believe in, you know, the separations and the preparation. And we got to be prepared, you know, every day, every day we come into work, you're on a job interview and uh, coaches, players, the whole building's got to be locked in at all times. And we got to have a vision for what this thing needs to look like and carry out that vision every single day and be consistent with our message. You got about, what, 150 texts to return here. So you better, you better get at it. Um, Yeah, I got to figure, I got some other things to do before I respond to the text, but yeah. (laughs) Hey, by the way, no harm. No foul. Cleveland in the NFL over Terre Haute and Indiana State. I get it. So it's all good, man. It is. Hey, congratulations uh, moving forward. The best of luck, and I'm sure we'll probably meet up at some point again and have another conversation. It's been an absolute pleasure. And again, congratulations on the gig. Sounds good. I appreciate you guys.
Hey, fans want new flooring and want it now. March is the time to buy it floors to your home, right, Brian Kahn? It really is, JMV. We have the state's largest selection of new flooring in stock. And we've just received additional truckloads of new hardwood, laminate, and waterproof flooring. So we're marking everything down. Brian, I'm looking at some of your incredible deals. We always sell up to 50% off those big box stores. But for a limited time, you can get new flooring starting at just 80 cents a square foot. Foot. 80 cents a square foot, that's incredible. That's three rooms of hardwood, laminate, or waterproof starting under $350 at Floors to Your Home. And you can get it right now. We have over 1,200 styles in stock. Floors to Your Home is the place for the lowest prices anywhere in Indiana. I'm doing my whole house. Three very convenient locations, Avon, Noblesville, and Brookville Road. Who has the lowest prices on flooring? Floors to Your Home. That's who.